the way east sad partings now this is the way of it for three days all had sat and listened or sang every ancient song every memory anyone knew sharing these realities one with the other all understood how it was how those weighed down by too many years to cross a great dry place with rapid feet would stay here in respected isolation how these too young to have legs long enough to match the taller pace would live with them sharing tasks too difficult for aging hands sharing wisdom gained from a long life and the people were content with this yet now came one of the water walking people carrying with him the thoughts of his people and these thoughts had changed for now this people so comfortable uncomfortable with change Yet now came one of the water-walking people carrying with him the thoughts of his people, and these thoughts had changed. For now, this people so uncomfortable with change, so uncomfortable with the nature of the balance we had established between those among the people who are male and those among the people who are female, uncomfortable even with the balance we had established between aged wisdom and new wise wisdom, Uncomfortable with all this, these people now sought some foreseeable end to the realities we presented, and therefore asked that whereas the aged among us might yet stay, the young among us must also go. So that as each from among us who were past possibility of such a dirt desert crossing lay still at last against the earth, our presence might at last completely disappear. They did not understand this people, or appeared not to do so. They did not understand that nothing entirely disappears. They believed that they could make something entirely disappear. For them, there would never be a time again when the strangers had not come from over the waters, when this walking people would have not arrived. We had arrived, and we would always be in their memory. There would always be a time when we came from over the waters and arrived. All this was changed, and it seemed to us wisdom's path to recognize it was so, yet return to what was seemed their exigent purpose, and no word from us was able to dissuade them. Now the people sat together pondering this change in circumstance, for their inability to understand the nature of change forced greater change upon us, yet it was our purpose to meet that change and take it willingly with us. Now we discussed how it was, how short legs do not keep pace with long, yet how many from among the people lay still against the earth in that great dry place crossed by fewer than began the crossing. How it was this lack of expedition endangered many such partings, for neither what to eat nor the air around us was critical during such crossings, especially the long of leg unbent by years could walk many many days and only that which we drink is required all knew that liquid rain or dew or water that runs in the streams was the element without which no such crossing 
is possibly to be accomplished. All knew the limits in clothing, water, in skins. All knew the limits of days that could be walked from just carrying our water and skins. All knew a slower step adds one day to every three in such crossings. And it was their estimate that no more than ten days' walk were allowed by the nature and possibilities of such water carrying. And it was such that the water-walking people had a great and abiding foreboding for any who set foot on this great dryness. Though it seemed to them none of our people would survive such a crossing, it was our purpose to do so. Neither was it clear to us whether this great dry place was as difficult or as large as the one crossed before. It might be that this water-walking people looked with unseeing eyes on all that lacked water, yet our go-and-see now and again had walked out into this new dry place and returned, devoid of any water and yet with no implication of mountains beyond, so that we knew the path from here to there was further than ten days. So it was that as the people counseled together, no we knew that the path from here to there was further still, further still than how far we had walked in the other great dry place. Maybe five days out and five days back. So it was that as the people counseled together, wondering about that final five miles and what was just beyond that, we determined the nature of such a long and apparently dry walk was possible. We sought to give the children's children's children the gift of survival. This required a path today. None wished to follow a dry path past ten days, and yet follow it they must, for it was apparent that the short of leg among us could neither stay nor go, and the resolution of this reality was painful to perceive. Yet it was decided among us that if this water-walking people promised no survivors from among any young left behind, then we ourselves would take responsibility for that action, and in gentleness and love would give the young from among us the long sleep drink, which, when given in excess, would cause that sleep that was the longest of all. Now many from among us spoke against this action, especially he of twelve winters, who was now sixteen winters, and as he was adamant, it was his view that those yet young among us were wisely included in such discussions, and it is their lives about which we decide more than we decide about our own. Does not wisdom require the inclusion of the thoughts of those most affected, he asked, and yet few were willing to include the thoughts of those whose thinking might soon be ended. And so it was decided among us that no such consultation was to be sought, and the decision was made nonetheless, against which he who had attained sixteen winters still spoke. He still spoke against the, this decision that we had made. A great feast was prepared, a celebration of community and a recognition of separation, 
and as such both the joy of laughter and the sad sounds of weeping were heard, and as agreed at the end of that celebration cups were passed, from which those long enough in leg knew not to drink, and as only the young drank, he of sixteen winters, this wise head, with so much understanding of change, rose, and with one such cup in his hand, he spoke, Take with you my words. Surely they are all of me that will go with you. Understand well the cost of your survival, for you kill tomorrow in favor of the day following. I have lived among this water-walking people long enough to understand their lack of respect for any thoughts other than their own. It is for this reason that they do not value New Eyes' wisdom. It is so often different from theirs. Now, for the same reason, you have closed your eyes to New Eyes' wisdom from among your own, as you feared a similar difference. I respect your purpose, he said. I know that you will reach the mountains to the east, as we have reached so many destinations before. When you have arrived, remember my words, ponder them, ask yourselves whether it truly is for your purpose to be the people you're becoming. Ponder my words and ask yourselves whether it is truly your purpose to be the people you are becoming. And with that, he lifted the cup containing the longest sleep of all and drank all the contents. Then he looked around to assure himself, himself that all of the young from among us already slept. He added these words to the others he had given us. It is my understanding, he said, that this water-walking people values my wisdom more than any other. I go, therefore, he went on to sit before the place they built in recognition of their ancestors. When they waken, they will find this form lying still against the earth in that place. And in this manner, I will invite them to reconsider their great foolishness, how a people unwilling to look beyond their own perceptions may yet find themselves crushed by an impeding circumstance an impending circumstance, how a people unwilling to look beyond their own perceptions may yet find themselves crushed by an impending, impending circumstance, and how it is our actions may predict events we then find less than pleasing. And with this, this wise head turned and left the circle of the people, never to return, taking from us a most valuable life, given that life as a gift, as seed for our growing understanding, as seed also for the understanding of this water-walking people who now, out of concern for the maintenance of their ancient way, caused some of our own to disappear. Now the aged spoke among us. Neither will we stay in such a place teaching those who will not learn. Rather, we will move south, taking all with us far enough away so that this water-walking people will know that we are gone and spend our days in whatever place that may be. And all knew it would be so. 
now from among the people, four who were recently mothers arose. We ourselves must walk toward the mountains to the east, they said, for our greatest responsibility is to the children's children's children yet. We would not see you, they went on, alone in this circumstance with no one to learn from you and no one to ease your steps as age slows them. For this reason, they conclude, we give you these very young ones into your care so that you may nurture them, so that they may learn from you, so that they may nurture you in your turn. Until we came to understand that there were possibilities which time and our haste to walk quickly toward the eastern ocean, which must be there, and which still holds a place perhaps for new people undeterred by others. The basis, the haste of our decision, and the haste of our steps has blinded us to further vision. The haste of our decision and the haste of our steps had blinded us to further vision, to farther vision. How a return to northern mountains might be preferable to the numbing sadness we feel now. And the people continued their disconsolate march, glad at last that some young from among us walked south on aged feet. Now they came at last to the eastern mountains and began their slow ascent, thinking now that aged feet and shorter legs might be happier elsewhere, until a great commotion arose ahead, and roaring and yelling were a part of it. All quickly learned the nature of this new circumstance, for those leading our forward march had nearly stumbled on a great bear, as great almost as the huge black skin still carried by the people from the great dwellers within the deep dark places of the earth near our center place so long ago. Nor did this valued skin, nor had this valued skin be let, being left behind through any circumstance, yet it was now still carried and gave the people some continued understanding of this great new bear whose coat was silvered by frost. As by frost, this is how it happened. A sudden stumbling over an angry bear had caused some altercation between that one and our forward persons. In order then to protect them, those behind them as well as himself, first person had struck out, and as it came to be, had caused at last that great silvered bear to stretch his length out on the earth. And now the people laughed and wept at once, laughed at perhaps this bear pair was only waving greeting, laughed at sudden unforeseen changes in circumstance for those who seek to climb mountains only to climb mountains, laughed and wept also, wept for this bear lying quiet, wept for so many lying quiet, wept for separation and for lack of wisdom wept at last until one from among them stood and spoke as it was first person who did so some say that perhaps bear was only waving greeting yet i tell you now i who stood closest did not have that impression rather i who stood closest thought he waved away my life and that of others now perhaps it was so or perhaps not Yet things are what they are. 
Perhaps Bear came to tell us that our greatest fears are less than circumstance, as no one expected Bear to be just there where he was at that time. Or perhaps he came to tell us our fears were greater than circumstance, that our fears were less than circumstance, or perhaps that our fears were greater than circumstance. For see how it is this great silvered bear is not at all so great as those we left behind, rapidly disappearing from our center place. So perhaps this bear tells us this great island will at last be an easier place than the great island we left behind. And all considered this, how we saw one thing and the other might be equally so. And when he saw and heard that all this had been considered first person spoke again, did not he of sixteen winners ask that we consider his words when we reached mountains to the east? Perhaps Bear has come to remind us of sudden decisions toward survival. I remember those words and speak them now to the to these eastern mountains so that they might also hear them. And this is what I remember. Understand well the cost of your survival, for you kill tomorrow in favor of the following day. You have closed your eyes, sixteen winters said, to new wise wisdom from among your own, as you feared it would differ from your own. And as first person spoke these remembered words, all thought of the many many meanings of these words, remembering this and that, sixteen winters had said also, until all thoughts were centered on learning too late what tomorrow might bring, let us learn from this first person said, let us not again choose to be a people who failed to listen to new eyes wisdom. Let us not again choose to be a people who failed to listen to those most affected by the decision. Let us not again choose to be a people who allow themselves sudden decisions in a circumstance that need not be sudden. Let us learn, let us remember, and all the people saw how it was, how first person spoke only wisdom, how the children's children's children might benefit from the many gifts of understanding brought by too much sadness. And from that day to this, we have always chosen to be a people who listen to new wise wisdom, a people who listen to the least among us, a people with the patience to consider many possibilities, a people who reach beyond tomorrow, yet carry both today and tomorrow with us. Let us celebrate this wisdom. Too much sadness may bring. Let us celebrate the wisdom too much sadness may bring. Let us celebrate the many gifts of new wise wisdom. Let us remember those we left behind. So be it. Let us celebrate the wisdom too much sadness may bring. Let us celebrate the many gifts of new wise wisdom. Let us remember those we left behind. So be it.